Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Hey sis. And when we say sis, we're not talking to each other. Nope. We're talking to you. We're talking to you because today we're talking all about siblings and families and the relationship we have with our families. Correct. And we're actually, if you weren't aware, National Siblings Day was this past weekend, April 10th. Sure was. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about this guilt, right? Mm -hmm. Guilt with our families and guilt with our siblings. Guilt Guilt with with ourselves. (laughs) Guilt with immediate family. Guilt with extended family, right? Mm -hmm. So Jamie and I really wanted to touch on this today because, yes, we are coming off of National Siblings Day. We want to share a little fun fact, share a little bit about us and our family Mm -hmm. before we dive into this content. But we basically this comes down to the fact that we don't get to choose our families okay no and you know for some that you know they're a blessing everyone you know you have blessings in your life from your family but there are some that are a little bit more challenging and i think it needs that needs to be recognized and when we come here we're you know working on ourselves and that's definitely going to be the big part of it yes it actually starts with you mm-hmm. with ourselves with the way that we show up in these relationships and how we interact with the people in our Correct. families yep. and beyond so how about we start with a little bit about us you know we this is a very personal platform right it is you know quite a bit about Jamie and I as we continue to grow on this journey, but we wanted to share a little bit about our family. Yes. We are the youngest we of are the four youngest. kids. I know we, you know, kind of go together as a package deal here, but <laughs> we do have two older brothers. So we thought we'd share just a little bit about them and, you know, give you that sense that we're the young ones. Okay. Yeah. So just we grew up it. with the old brothers. <laughs> yes, okay. They gave us so, a hard time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Tom is our oldest brother. He is married, has three daughters, girl dad, rock on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. He loves and is passionate about sports and also coaching, um, in particular, his his girls, his exactly. daughters. But we also thought, too, in, in the sense is he's so good with, like, teachable moments. Like, yes. he, everything is kind of not just a life lesson, but he will take the opportunity to teach in, in, in all things. And I think now, since we've been older, to reflect on that, we didn't always appreciate no. those teaching moments. Mm-hmm. He also did try to coach us, like, uh, in sports. So oh, I remember, yeah. like, the softball days, you know, like, yeah. Jamie, you need to watch the ball hit the bat and all that, <laughs> get right? Get on the floor yes. and actually shuffle and don't just reach. And again, <laughs> we can look back and be like, that was really nice of him. Like, yeah. he cared enough to, like, help us be better. Yeah. But there are definitely times where we're like, yeah. I don't need your lecture. Yes, but again, 100%. now we see it a little bit differently. And he's great with numbers. This guy mm-hmm. is a numbers guy. He loves his stats. Like, mm-hmm. he's just, yeah. He's our older brother. He cares a lot. And And like Jamie said, yeah, super smart. Um, We didn't always appreciate that (laughs) Mm -hmm. at a young age, but that's something that we know as we grow and like literally have gotten older and grow. So So that's Tom. And then... Tyler. So you see there's the two T's and the two Two J's. J's, Yep. So Tyler, um, he is a 
girl dad. He's got two daughters, and he has a boy or a son as well, and he's married, and he is mixer fix it. He is the yes. handyman of the family. Like and if something breaks, call Tyler. Totally. And with that, he's very resourceful. Oh, like so resourceful. he gets ish done, and mm-hmm. he like just finds a way. Where there's a will, he literally finds a way. And his sense of humor, he is super. Like funny, he can always mm-hmm. find the silver lining, the bright side behind yes. things. Yes. And he has a sensitive side, yeah. but like it just makes it. You know, he's a great listener. Um, he's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So are. really, we ha- we have a very great, I think, positive, positive relationship with our brothers. Mm-hmm. Like most families, right? It's ebbed and flowed, oh, especially yeah. when we were younger, and you know, shared the household. Yeah, and, yes. had pillows stuffed over our heads. Yep, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. That resurfaces every now <laughs> But we really, we are very fortunate for this relationship, but we mm-hmm. know that, you know, there are challenging relationships and we have had challenging times with our brothers, no doubt, Hands or down. immediate or extended family. And mm-hmm. we recognize that you probably do too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And how can you approach these relationships? Like we said, you do have to start with yourself because it's up yeah. to you how you interact, yeah. how you show up. Um distance physically and emotionally we're going to get into today mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah and again we we are trying to live a life more positive on purpose and this is also going to take some work because yes. there is some healing to be done with some things that you've experienced in your mm-hmm. childhood and growing up so we yeah. just want to recognize that so this idea also came from um mel robbins podcast yeah start here is on audible Mm-hmm. So good, you guys. This, oh, is, this is evergreen so content. She created this during the pandemic, and it's just so fitting for mm-hmm. when we were all going through that. But even now, you know, yep. Jamie listened to it a while ago, and now I'm listening to it. Yep. And I told Jamie, I was like, we should really speak to this because, again, this is just so fitting for the content and the way we want to show up in these relationships. Yep. And as you know, since you've been here, we, or maybe you're new here, so we appreciate you being here. <laughs> yeah. uh, we love analogies, and she gave the Perfect analogy, of course. Mel Robbins talks about a fruitcake, which mm. you're like, um, yeah. d- fill me in, <laughs> yes. right? So, tell me more. Tell me more, right? <laughs> so I really like the story of the fruitcake. So she gave two examples. One of her person, like her family, that always would make a fruitcake, and you know some other families that have this tradition of like passing down this fruitcake mm-hmm. recipe. Um, but not then so much she- in our family. No, way. no, not at all. <laughs> um, but she talks about how people make this fruitcake. It's a tradition, but a lot of people don't eat the fruitcake. Like it sits there. And she's mm-hmm. like, you know, you probably are wondering like, why do these families make this fruitcake every year if they don't eat it? Mm-hmm. But she like, she spoke to like families do what families have always done, right? It's, it's tradition. It's, you know, this is how my family is. They're never mm-hmm. going to change. Like, or until they know better or correct. until they work on themselves, work on their personal development and they can actually apply it and take action. And we've said that many <laughs> times here when we know better, we do better. Yes. So we hope that you learn something here that you can do better with as well. For sure. So breaking down the fruitcake a little bit further, just so you can understand this analogy. So she says the fruitcake. Okay, right? So the the batter is really dense. Okay, so it's like, your think butter, about it like your, your flour, yes, your flour, right. your butter, all that. That is the analogy for it's a mixture of your values, your traditions, your love that you have within your, your family beliefs, and your yeah. relationship, your mm-hmm. beliefs. Then you add nuts and dried fruit, right? And so those represent like 
Your mom, your dad, it could be your mother-in-law, in-laws, brother, sister, sister right? all of those. And so then she says, when you're really looking at the, what you add, so like let's say dried fruit, it's sweet. So you might have some sweetness, like some sweet people in your life where you're like, every time I'm around them, I feel better. I really enjoy being around these people. But then you have, you know, the nuts sometimes are a little bit harder. Or they can be a little bitter. Yeah. Or the final piece of the fruitcake is rum. Mm. And again, it could add a side, side of sweet, but a lot of times it could be that bitter taste. Yeah, it could. You just know those and when you apply this to like thinking about your family, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I got that one in my family. Like, yep. yep. Everyone has that identify the person. You, yep. you know? mm-hmm. yep. And then she also says too, like with this fruitcake, like some people just eat it as is, mm-hmm. right? Like that's just your family. That's just you know, go with it. Just go with it. You know, or someone might sit down and eat the fruit cake, but start to pick out all the nuts in the fruit. Right? Uh, you guys, seriously. Like when she's telling me this, I'm like, I. But I. It makes so it much does. sense. I just I love analogies. Um. So she's like, if you don't like it, you know. If you don't like the taste, make change the recipe, right? Yep. Or again, change how you approach the relationship or how yes. you interact or with these how people. You eat it. Yes, <laughs> like, picking it out or you know. Yep. Yep, deciding who you're going to distance from and, and that Absolutely. thing. So there's a fruitcake analogy. Okay, yes. we got that. <laughs> and that's really, again, how how you approach it, right? Correct. You know, with the way that you're interacting and you're showing up. Mm-hmm. Now, in order for us to move from there and until we can react to it, we have to understand who these people are mm-hmm. in our families, yep. I think is important. And this is, again, how Mel Robbins brings breaks this down. So she says, first... There's four different kinds of family members, okay? Mm-hmm. Again, this could be immediate, could be extended, brother, sister, uncle, aunt. And as we go through it, start to think about maybe who that is for you. Yes. Because we do all have someone like this in our families. Absolutely. So number one is the master of the guilt trip. <laughs> they make you feel guilty for your choices. Yep, your choices, your values, the things you decide to do. Maybe it's how you raise your kids. Mm, like, Yep, that's real. I mean, mm-hmm. yep. It could be that, you know, she gave the example of, you know, your mom. Or it could, again, be your mother-in-law. You come over for you know, maybe a holiday or just a gathering and you're starting to leave or get ready to leave or you just pop over for a little bit and you get the, oh, you're leaving already? Yep. 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 That's, yep. So there's that. I've heard that before for Mm -hmm. sure. So that's number one. We'll go through these and then we'll kind of show you and teach you rather teach you yeah how to approach each one yeah number two is the narcissist so this is somebody that it's just always about them and what's Mm -hmm. really interesting about the narcissist is based on their upbringing Mm -hmm. you know any childhood experiences again it goes back to yeah it shaped them and we can't really change that Mm -hmm. okay so this one this one could be pretty Hard. <laughs> yes. And she said with the, the if we go back to fruitcake analogy, like it's like the flavor of the fruitcake. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't change. Yeah. And so good there's point. that. Yep. Sure. Um, and then number three is the antagonist. So um, this is, you know, it's it's too much of it ruins the cake. So yes. essentially like it could be the rum, right? Yeah. Where, like you're adding the rum in and again, it could be good. But if you add too much of it or again, they're going to give you too much of what they think is the right thing yeah, to do. They're like the agitator. They're going to yes. like push your buttons. You on. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Because they know they can. Right. Yep. And yep. that's just who they are. Yep. And then number four is really the offensive like relationship, the the toxic ones. They're definitely allergic. Yes. Like <laughs> basically, yeah, if you're you eating the cake and you're the cake 
yeah. you're allergic to nuts, like you can't eat the cake. Like, that's basically how it is. You don't even want to be in the same room. Correct. Right? Yes, right. It's you really so could. true. Yep. Mm-hmm. We could totally relate to that. We have a lot of allergies in the family. Yes, we do. That's so true. <laughs> so those are the four different types. So as we were walking through that, yeah. could you recognize who that might be mm-hmm. in your family? Yes, exactly. And now, how do you interact with that person, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so let's go back to number one. Yep. So the master of the guilt trip. Mm-hmm. So what Mel Robbins says is you need to emotionally distance yourself from this person, okay? Mm-hmm. Or it could be a couple different things, right? She says, don't get on the train. Yeah, You don't need you to get on the guilt train. To not <laughs> okay? get on the train. You can shake that off. You can, you know, yep. just not. She said you can either not get on the train or you can address it and say, hey, mom, like, you know, when you say that, like, it makes it seem like it's all about you or the way you say that is making me feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And why, you know, you just have to kind of say, decide, are you going to say something about it or are you just not going to get on that train and kind of brush it off? Yeah. Are you really going to find the root cause of why, you know, they're mm-hmm. approaching you in that way? And again, this is why it starts with you and your personal development, because yes. having hard conversations mm-hmm. like that is hard. Like Jules and I know, like we, uh, like we've been able to approach different conversations better, but it's always something we're working on because we do not like confrontation. Mm -hmm. Um, So just recognize that. Yeah, for sure. And we did touch on that a little bit in episode 23 about Mm -hmm. challenging relationships and putting on a different lens. So if you ever listened to that one, definitely go back um, and tune into that because that will play into yes, that a little it'll, bit it'll well. help it'll help prime you for those conversations <laughs> for sure yep um and then in terms of the narcissist like just using more empathy toward mm. them is a really good approach yeah and we talked about that again in that last episode i just referenced episode 23 was like understanding that everyone has different experiences mm-hmm. everyone grew up differently you yeah. know sometimes we have shared experiences and sometimes we cannot even relate it's and, true right i literally just listened to a workshop that said hurt people hurt people and it's not that it's always intentional like that's just you know they they need to do some type of healing Mm -hmm. um another part of that same workshop was like you know if something's holding you back in your relationships like you can only you know go so like you can only grow so much in your relationships by how much you're willing to heal yourself Mm. too because it may be how you're approaching the situation yeah so empathy is practice some empathy with that for sure yeah um number three the antagonist so this one is actually more research based right Mm -hmm. yeah there's this gray rock gray rock um so with that is just blending in and sometimes being kind of boring yes like (laughs) basically just that where like you're maybe that one family member that you know is the antagonist eggs you on gets underneath your skin if you you know keep things very short with them like you don't have long answers or you don't feel the need to apologize or have a justification for something you could just say like I'm not going to discuss that right now or you know that's not a conversation I want to be a part of exactly (laughs) and when you say that like again and again and you build that bravery muscle boundary and boundary (laughs) then they're not they're gonna eventually stop talking to you yeah um is the goal for sure so that's the gray rock um Approach, approach pretty method. much. There might be a we'll different, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to go with that. Yeah, but we'll let's do that. <laughs> um, and then number four with the offensive toxic relationship, it's really, again, recognizing it if, if it if is affecting your safety, mm-hmm. if you don't feel safe physically or emotionally. Yep. Literally, like, detaching yourself mm-hmm. from that person, the situation, yeah. interactions with them. Again, as Jill said, like you need to throw out the cake. Yeah, like you, you might just need to fully remove that relationship mm-hmm. and 
and cut ties and yep. it's hard again it's, we it's, recognize it's hard because we're talking about family here yes, like, like it's, again you don't choose your family but a lot of times like yeah you, you want know, you want something different you want them to act differently but it, like that's part yeah. of the realization and mm-hmm. that's why I think we put the most emphasis on working on yourself and how you're going to approach um you know your interactions and things with them absolutely so now that we understand who those people may be in our family, what that looks like, how we can come from a place of empathy of, you know, or like, this is what I need. Yeah, we understand who they are and Mm -hmm. we understand who we are and what we need to do Mm -hmm. when we connect with them, when we interact, how we're showing up, family gatherings. Again, we just came off of a holiday weekend Yes, um, after Easter. So like... There's more of that to come, right? How yeah. many holidays do we even have any Throughout of you guys? The year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and birthdays and all the things in between. Mm-hmm. So I think this is so, so important. So we want to give you some happiness homework, kind of recap the challenging relationships. And then, of course, we want to leave this on a positive note yes. because we know you do have some great relationships like we do. Yep. And when holidays like this come up um, or even just not just gather- on a holiday. Yeah, just, just gatherings yeah, together. In general, yep. how to approach that. Yep. So, so challenging relationships, once again... Once again, distance or detach from the guilt train. Yes. Use empathy. Understand. Listen to understand. Um, So, so important. We we have to recognize where they came from. How are they brought up? Mm -hmm. And be the gray rock. Don't engage with, you know, those that are are trying to get underneath your skin and, and just... You know, blend in. Exactly. Working on you and your personal development. That is a continued process, you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more we grow, the more we know. Oh, so <laughs> and true. the more and the better we can respond. Yep. And then, you know, again, work on your healing journey, whether that's again through personal development or it's through a professional where yes. you might the, be a licensed professional. Yep. I'm sorry. No, it's you all good. I was just saying that. <laughs> Thanks, sis. That workshop that I listened to, she was like, you know, maybe you need to sit on somebody else's couch. Or yes. she's like, in these mm-hmm. days, like on a Zoom and just yeah. be able to work through some of that healing, which I think is super important. And it's good to change that conversation. It, I've seen a lot of healing through that for sure. Um, and then in terms of positive relationships, so let's say you really do have a great relationship with siblings. And, you know, you can still like the challenging relationship and the positive can mm-hmm. Be, it's like that dual spectrum of emotions, right? Yes. Like you can have both at the same time, but recognizing those positive things in those, um, in your siblings, in your family members, um, celebrate them. Yeah. You know, we did an episode on how to celebrate other women in your life, but celebrate your family. Yeah. Write them a note of gratitude, you know, share what you appreciate about them. You know, we've learned this from other podcasts. I think this came from Jenna Kutcher's podcast, the Gold Digger podcast, where one time she was up north and her whole entire family took the Enneagram test. Mm. Think about that. Like actually spending time to do a personality test again so you understand each other better. Yes. So you know how each other works, how, you know, processes, procedures, mindset, yep. like the love, the language. love languages. Yep. Yes. 100%. And I think this is also another episode we did, episode 17 for Cove. So are you feeling the Cove, but are you also giving Cove? And that's care for, understood, and validated. Mm-hmm. Like how can you even support your siblings or family members from a from a care perspective of how you listen to understand, like Jill said, yes. um, and give them the right type of support that they need when you're together. So true. Yes. Yep. Like call them, spend time with them. And And like I just said, don't wait till a holiday either. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yes, holidays do bring a lot of families together. But like if this is a really positive, important relationship in your life, make sure that you are carving out time 
random, you know, at mm-hmm. random, at, you know, like maybe it's a sibling trip. I don't know. Do people do that? I think yeah. sisters I think do a lot of times, but I think like, that. And yeah. I was like, how cool is that? Yes. Yes. And it's it's, it comes back to those experiences too. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be something that's like monetary or a yes. gift or something. Right. It could literally just be the gift of your time and letting them know what you appreciate about mm-hmm. them. You know, when we were writing down about our brothers, I was like, when's the last time I told them that I think Tom's awesome with numbers? Like, yeah, it's true. You know, uh, yeah, like, you why really... don't we take the time to do it? Yeah, but see, like, this work is in, a Work in progress. Work in progress. This is a journey, and this is why, like, yeah. we love podcasting and sharing these things with you because we learn so much along the way mm-hmm. and also become more aware ourselves. Yes. Um, so... We're just, I'm grateful for you, sis. Grateful for you, too. We yes. want you to do the work do on the work. yourself and in these relationships. So, sis, remember, you really are the only thing you can control. So start here and start with you. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.